0: Martial Arts Movie Podcast.
1: Aha, I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Yeah!
0: Featuring the drunken tie boxer Will.
1: Too bad you will die.
0: The also drunken wrestler Mark.
1: I said I don't want to travel!
0: And drunken Karate Master Zero.
1: You've lost your balls.
0: And now, call 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 I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Uh why 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 did you have to bring up the fact that this is Yes Madam 3? <laughs> well, that's what <laughs>
1: That's what the worldwide English title is apparently. Wait, I didn't this, know that... this is Dynamite Fighters either. I always uh, thought this was Magnificent Warriors.
0: Well, this is Magnificent Warriors, but doesn't Yes Madam is in a, in the Line of Duty 1, so doesn't this make this in the Line of Duty 1 3? what <laughs> i mean i prefer dynamite yeah. fighters whatever <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah but they they barely use dynamite though there's explosions lots but, of explosions uh, but the enemy, were they, dynamite, but they dynamite, don't though? fight with dynamite
0: I mean, was the were was they amazing? Oh, wow, I can't grammar. Were they amazing? <laughs> there
2: is no amazing. I mean, not even amazing. Whoa,
0: magnificent. magnificent. Whoa, I go. fucked up that joke. Yeah, you did. All right, all right. we're off to a good start. Drink a drink a beer. <laughs> magnificent warriors. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, what's the month? What's the theme uh, right now? We are doing uh, Women's Appreciation Month.
1: Yay for March. <laughs> Yay, women.
0: And after this, I don't think April has anything. Uh, you know. Uh, nearly as (laughs) noble as this month but yeah we want to uh we want to highlight the uh the women who kick ass genre and well zero and i i guess mark and i and all three of us have already gone through a couple movies wherein uh we want to obviously highlight a female protagonist which we've done many times before yes we have we have i feel like we've blown our load with those movies though. true whoa very inappropriate (laughs) phrasing for this episode wow you're no, so sexist uh, and misogynistic we have... well <laughs> well on that note of being uh misogynistic we had to make sure that not only do these women who are playing our female lead uh women who are playing female so what whatever figure uh they have to be uh you know obviously kicking ass on screen but we want to make sure that they are they feel empowering, you know. Like you want to feel like you're you're rooting for this character. We want the martial arts equivalent of a Ripley. Uh, we want the uh, martial uh, martial arts equivalent of a Sarah Connor. We want someone who's like not just uh like a stand-in for uh stand-in for a, a weak or like um you know like a power constantly being put down by men.
2: L- like like a powerful yeah, character. Yeah, I think I think.
0: Like in, um,
2: like this movie, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like you know, there were very powerful women um, in that movie. So yeah, I think. Yeah,
0: that's true. So, that is well, very true. Sorry,
2: the joke went over Will's head. It's, no, it's, no, it, it totally it, did. It,
0: it's something about the movie being amazing, I don't It's <laughs>
2: magnificent. It's because Michelle Yeoh stars in this one.
0: Sorry, it was a dumb joke. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So Way I, so
1: So uh, I think the issue we were potentially going to have with trying to, you know, talk about uh, these female actresses and the women in the movies that uh, highlighted them was in, in like, the Hong Kong films of the time, like, the the 70s, 80s, they didn't exactly portray girls and women in the best light sometimes, even though they were starring in the roles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we didn't want to maybe go that route where it's like, <laughs> what, did, what did we watch? We watched... Um, so, Wing, well, a couple
0: of we, Cynthia Rothrock movies, and we'll save that. Well, if you guys are curious which movies, maybe we'll save that for Patreon supporters. <laughs> right, right. Well,
1: ju- so just to mention, we watched uh, Wing Chun, and uh-huh. we thought, oh, that was going to be perfect, you know, so- starring Michelle Yeoh. It's going to be the maybe the origin story of Wing Chun, which was originally founded for, uh, from women. Yep. But it turns out that uh, the way they treat women and the way they were written in the movie wasn't the best, or at least in our opinion. So we decided not to go with that one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, th- we definitely wanted a character that was uh, felt like she wasn't just con- constantly put down by men. Which, I mean, like that's also the plight of the feminist movement, too. But, hey, we want something that's also kind of like feel good as well. Yeah. So uh, we don't really get that in like the 80s. Uh, type movies especially with uh the Cynthia Rothrock movie that we watched um and again you can you can listen to more of that uh in detail if you follow us uh on Patreon uh, Fists of Fail um and you can find it in the show notes later but uh, yeah anyways Magnificent Warriors uh and I guess like I think I I watched like a part of the movie and I suggested to you guys that this is probably a safe candidate uh just because like not only is Michelle Yo like kicking ass, but it's also because it is Michelle Yo right mm-hmm. uh besides Couch and tiger have we covered? oh no, we have uh, we covered Yes, madam. Uh, yeah.
1: Yes, madam, and then also yeah. Master Z. But I don't, yeah. bel- I can't recall if we've covered her as the leading lady in a film yet.
0: Well, yes, madam, I guess would be you know, besides yes, like besides yes, sharing madam, the screen, yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I want to make sure that well, if we're gonna talk about women's history and well, not women's history, but like uh, like a, a character or an actress who embodies uh, female martial artist. I think Michelle Yeoh, like in terms of cinema, like is like a good candidate for that. Oh, like yeah. top, top 3, top, right? top 3. <laughs> top 3, yeah. Uh, the other one being Jet Li, right? Yeah, of
2: course, of course. <laughs> yeah, especially with that bald head. Um no, uh and then, you know, Cynthia Rothrock is probably another non-eastern um strong female uh lead. Uh, right. But uh Michelle Yeoh, I would say in the eastern um area of film, we would probably have to pick her as number 1 and then especially as early as the 80s and the 90s, considering later on that kind of role has changed to other um, actresses along, you know, as time has
0: passed. She's kind of been out of the spotlight for a while. I, I, saw, I saw how you, you struggled to say the word Eastern and just like circumvented the word Oriental. <laughs> 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 I was like, or Eastern. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You are right. I mean, uh, Michelle Yeoh, I mean, she does an outstanding job in this movie. Um and I guess yeah, well zero you said this off off mic that this is this actually ultimately isn't so much of a martial arts movie as I thought and that's why I was saying like I watched it part ways and I was like yeah this will be a good point for discussion and uh, once we get to the latter portions of the movie it kind of it slowly stops becoming a martial arts movie
1: <laughs> I mean it, it basically right. turns into a war film at mm-hmm. the end with sprinkling of of fights here and there and a but uh, i think it's i think it's still i think it's definitely still enough that we could uh, discuss it yeah yeah
0: um yeah so i, I guess uh, because like i started off the movie thinking it, was, it started off so strong and there was some enough to work with mm-hmm. uh it was like yeah this would be enough for a whole full episode and maybe it still will be you know uh, I, I think the last action set piece doesn't have so much fighting it does, but it's not so much that you can uh, break it down. But, I mean, yeah. I think there's still value in some of the fights that you actually see earlier in the film. So, yeah. Uh, Mark. <laughs> I have to pick
2: someone. Yeah.
0: What is the story? Uh,
2: somehow, I always feel like you pick me for the story. And I'm glad you do, because <laughs> clearly nobody else really cares. And I always do, for some reason. Yeah.
0: Um, looking for you're you're always the story man from now on pretty (laughs) much
2: it's like plot i'm your guy long story short probably gonna be long i can't do short um yeah you're
0: you're also the score guy because uh well, well we'll we'll touch back on that later remind me to talk about the score sounds good but yeah story what's the story about mark badass chick
2: basically um makes deliveries doesn't really care. She's uh, a tra- she's the female transporter. She basically takes... Uh, she's Jason Statham with a wagon and some horses.
1: <laughs> out, of, out of all the people to compare her to, I feel like you missed the most obvious. But con- continue. Please continue.
0: I, I shall not okay. mention uh, certain people. Um, we're afraid of like copyright infringement. Maybe like you can't say certain. You never know, man. You never know.
2: Okay, go on, go on. <laughs> um, she basically delivers things. Clearly, there's some issue with um, a war going on. There's a certain uh, theme of war in the background that happens throughout the film. Uh, it's not noticeable in the beginning, but there's we- weapons, uh, arms dealing, uh, basically uh, nations kind of have their own conflicts in between each other. Uh, China and Mongolia, for instance, is the key one um, because they had to go to Mongolia, and um, she basically becomes like a spy because a general or um, a colonel of the Chinese military wants him to uh, wants her to get um, basically secrets and meet with another spy and some shit. Long story short, again, not so short. <laughs> Will, you're enjoying this. Uh, yes, I am.
0: I'm always going to make you the, the plot guy from yeah, now on. It's, they
2: use a lot of weapons. There's a lot of stairs. There's a lot of wagons. There's a lot of whips and lots of things that happen. Um and yeah, there might be a love story somewhere down the line. Who knows?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you just said. yeah. I didn't get any plot. Out of that.
2: There is no plot. The point is, there's a lot of good action moves in particular moments. The story. No, do- there's
0: a lot. Of- the story doesn't matter. Mark, that there's much. a lot of plot. There is a lot of plot. Oh my god! What are you talking? There's a lot. Okay, well, let's let rephrase that. Yeah. Dare I say? Yes. Yeah. No. I, I. I. Yes. But there, there's there's sprinklings of truth behind everything you just said. But uh, this, <laughs> it's about the uh, the Sino-Japanese War. Oh, the, the Chinese-Japanese War uh, occurring, and the Japanese are invading a town called Kal. Kal. Uh I actually do not know where that is. Uh, my geography sucks. Uh, I think I <laughs> they said Inner,
1: Mon- inner Mongolia. Is so, yeah, yeah, oh, so they, Mark was right. They
2: said Mongolia. Yeah. I just I'm not sure if it's a real city. I'm I'm assuming
0: it is.
1: Yeah, that's mm. that's what I wasn't sure of either. Gotcha. My subtitle said Inner Mongolia.
0: Right. My subtitles overlaid on top of its other subtitles because Amazon is stupid. <laughs> 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 Unlike last week when uh, it's just overlaid speaking in Portuguese on top of the Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Anyways, um. <laughs> So, yeah, um, it takes place in Kal, where the Japanese have invaded uh, and they've taken over, which it's the same fucking thing. Um, And Michelle Yeoh is kind of, I mean, I think you missed the mark, Mark. (laughs) Uh, Michelle Yeoh is playing an Indiana Jones-ish character. Yes. (laughs) I mean, very much like literally Indiana Jones. This movie just reeks of like a, a bar, borrowing influence from that movie.
1: Well, not she's as much not, treasure.
0: She's, yeah, she's, she's not, not
1: stealing a, relics or stealing treasure or raiding tombs right. or anything like that, but she has the iconic whip in the first yes. scene. The she's jacket. an arms dealer. The jacket, yeah. <laughs> but she's an arms yeah. dealer, yes. <laughs> Yeah. And, then, an and then then they yes. kind of change her weapon out later it becomes like a rope and dart mm. which I thought was kind because well, martial arts
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah well okay well', well profession aside it, it like the feel the tone of the movie is very much like uh, very much adventure yeah, uh, very yeah much, that's what I was gonna you know, say
1: it feels like Indiana Jones despite the yeah. fact that uh, it does veer off from the um her occupation not being exactly the same. Yeah.
0: Right. right. Yeah, they're, it's they're not closed. the Nazis, Japanese. The, yeah. the clothes
2: mm-hmm. actually uh, give it kind of that aura or, or theme, uh, that vibe mm-hmm. that they're going for. And then the whole time, like I don't understand the sets that they were playing with. It made me feel like they were in Mexico or in Amazon or something like that. I was mm. kind of getting that vibe mm. the whole time. And obviously that adds because Indiana Jones, um, especially... In the second film, there's like this completely um, wooden bridges, things falling apart, like jungles and all of this stuff that um, there's a bunch of that vibe.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree so. Um, I'd even say that some scenes look very post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. right? Because there, there are scenes where Richard Ng, yeah. uh, who play who was the crazy guy and that might be non-PC by today's standard mm-hmm. in, in Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars... Uh, he's in this movie as like the, as like the pseudo comic relief character. And there are scenes of him like just walking around the wasteland and it's like, Whoa, this looks like a scene (laughs) out of like Mad Max Mm -hmm. or like when he's in the tavern, uh, I guess it's a tavern where he's gambling. Mm -hmm. He's, he's playing with the dice and everything. And like, everyone looks so, uh, you know, like their, their clothes look like, you know, uh, like what you'd see in like a post-apocalyptic scene. And I, I don't know. It, it's, it's very I, interesting. I
1: got really confused about when this movie was supposed to take place because, uh, you know, the location is supposedly Inner Mongolia. But I wasn't sure of the time frame because they were they had those kind of like Red Baron-esque planes that they were flying right. uh, during yep. the dogfight. But then at the end of the movie, the Japanese come in with tanks. The, the <laughs> tanks looked a little oh, yeah. modern, so I was getting confused uh. when this movie was supposed to take place. I know tanks were happening during certain wars, but I they looked a little too updated for mm. me. They didn't look that old, so I, I got really confused. So,
0: right. so It did feel anachronistic at times, yeah. So basically,
2: um, they said that it was post-Manchuria uh, invasion. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're probably talking around then... Um, but so I mean, there was a a big span, a big period, right? And then uh, the Japanese were kind of like invading the neighboring lands, not just China, um, etc. I mean, in this situation, they're uh, going into Mongolia. Um, also, really quick segue: in the plains, in the dogfight in the beginning of the movie with Michelle Yeoh. We we don't really get a oh. hint of Nazism until that one particular shot when the Japanese dude in the cockpit of the fighter plane just is sporting a Hitler stash. Did you <laughs> notice that? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I did notice the Hitler stash. Uh, that. That's like How the only Nazi
2: not... reference I can really remember, except for the obvious uh, like
0: Japanese uh, Imperial it, Army. It team.
1: could have been a Charlie Chaplin reference. For all we know. <laughs>
0: Are we talking about the like three minute dogfight yeah. sequence that just will not end? Yep. <laughs> Why? Or is that just me? Because we watched this in separate viewings, but I felt like yeah, that, that dogfight went on short. a
1: little too long. I guess. Mm-hmm you know they spent the money to rent those planes so they they made sure they got the footage they made sure they used the, those planes I, I, Am i just not appreciative of
0: air aerial air, combat aerial combat well i mean like well, no like i feel like you can obviously do that very well there's just nothing exciting about well, this at all
1: I, I think the issue is with the dogfight between the two planes is they they rented one plane each they didn't have different versions of it so they couldn't <laughs> You know they couldn't really shoot out the wings. They couldn't really blow it up in the yeah. air. They had to have that shot where it goes over the hill and then explodes. Mm-hmm. You know they needed to cheat it because they couldn't afford to rent more than yeah. one plane from each side.
0: Right, right, right. That, that, oh, that, man, that's like some mummy stuff
2: mean, right there. That that dogfight, <laughs> like that, just brings back the mummy for me with Brendan Fraser. No, we need Imhotep to just yeah, appear yeah. out
0: of the sands to make it more interesting. This is this is very very planned dogfight.
1: As 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 long as the fight did go on for i kind of appreciated it because you know nowadays it would just been cgi oh know, yeah vomit sure. in our eyes you know camera yeah. swooping all over the place so i kind of like that this is real footage and then sure. this is really them in the cockpits, and, and somebody's just shaking the camera
0: yeah <laughs> i'm as appreciative as i am yawning the whole sequence right right uh, and it's, it's funny because
1: they're trying to make the you know make it look like the japanese fighter is shooting at her and they have the sound effects but there are no bullets you know whizzing <laughs> by so you're just you know you're you're immersed but you're not really mm, right
0: yeah I, I think that there is definitely production value minus the fact that they have to cut corners in places like this where the yeah, paul did only rent out one one uh one one plane each and they're like hey we can't damage these things <laughs> especially when you get these close-ups of the the, the 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 fighter pilot getting shot at it's like that is not the plane he is <laughs> he is not sitting in that plane right now um the production value i think was all diverted towards the set for the village which i actually think Worked was right. pretty damn good yeah yeah, yeah. No, it looks great it's, it's a great set like uh, it almost feels like I, uh, it feels apocalyptic at times it feels uh very worn down as in like it looks like an actual village like people uh-huh. actually reside in um, no part of it actually feels like real, but well, c- considering I mean, looks... what they have
1: to do to it to the at the end of the film, uh, yeah, you know, it's really impressive that they built this entire structure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. and all, like all the weaponry that they have to, uh, well, the prop weaponry that they have, like cannons and and, and those and guns, so whatever. much
2: of it too. I mean, like you just yeah. it, not even people holding the weapons or using the weapons, but you have everything in the background of just racks and racks of weaponry, spears, swords, yep. just. Hanging out, the amount of like readily available props, it just everywhere in every single shot is insane. Yeah. It's like yeah. um, a warring village, like ready at any moment. Um, oh, and that's appropriate, yeah, man. really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're also offending a lot of Mongolians, Will, because this is in Mongolia, so you're calling their oh, yes. lands apocalyptic. And
0: yeah, um... but it's a movie, it's not real. <laughs> Mongolia is not a real place, is that what we're saying? <laughs>
1: Um uh, just kind of brush it, upside it was that. made it was made to look that way. We're not saying that's <laughs> sure. what it actually looks.
0: like We are not saying that. don't put me on the spot like that don't blow up my spot. My Will's going to get stabbed. <laughs> uh, by a Mongolian. um <laughs> Well, I will say the production value aside, uh like yes, like they they diverted all their their money towards that, and they skimped out on the score. Oh, yeah that's right not okay I'm just being really harsh for no reason I really like that's actually a big uh detractor for me for this movie my, with my enjoyment I actually like this movie but the music is god-awfully repetitive mm-hmm.
1: well uh, they have you they created a tune that's heroic for anything that's you know, supposed to be happening on screen for all the big action moments. And they just use that as many times as they could. Mm. Oh man,
0: it, it, is, it does not, it does not, uh, it's not earwormy. It just, it, it, it actually does not. Yeah. It's, it just plays too often, like way too often in this movie. They should have taken a cue from Indiana Jones. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, that tune actually is kind of memorable. Yeah. <laughs> Here it's not so much. It, it feels like an off-key version of that song, mm. and and it, it 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 plays at it plays erratically at times. There are certain scenes where it will be playing. The music will just cut short, and then it'll just jump back to the beginning of the song again, mm. uh, as it happens in the middle of the movie. Um, oh man, I don't know. I guess we can actually once we get to that scene, I'll actually point it out. But sure. yeah, like we do have a couple fight scenes in the movie. Uh, not a lot, but I think that. I I guess we could actually at least least breeze through the first quote-unquote establishing fight which we've coined in the previous uh, episode which is not a fight scene it is just to set up how good a character is in fighting Mm. so the first one we have is Michelle Yeoh uh, kind of kind of getting her money from an arms deal gone awry uh, where a guy shoots her business partner in a village and she's just kicking ass Mm -hmm. throwing kicks and just being uh wow my my i played the me mu- i playing the movie right now it is so loud that i completely threw my screen <laughs> of
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah this scene was kind of fun because they you know she's she's speaking to this kind of arm fellow arms dealer or whomever while they're going into this village and then suddenly the villagers kill him and i was not sure where the movie was going to go from there
2: yeah i thought it was yeah. going to be like he was going to be her sidekick or something you know leading yeah, yeah. her throughout the film because he like knows everybody and he has the connection but she's the you know she's the tank she's the one that's actually going to kick ass um yep. and then in the beginning i thought it was going to be like I, I just like i completely went into this film without even reading even a synopsis of what this was about yeah, um <laughs> and i was like oh i guess it's like a wuxia film or something in the first like five minutes and then all of a sudden just goes completely a different way and i'm just like okay this is going to be interesting and then it keeps on like going off the rails like just non-stop like terrible things are happening all throughout
0: yeah yeah well uh i i guess we could say you like you understand why we thought that this is very similar to they're going for the look and feel of uh, Mm -hmm. indiana jones movie because right off the bat she is wearing the leather she is use she's wielding a whip, uh disarming people with the whip. Yeah. Uh, she's whipping yeah, like, people it's, it's...
1: with a whip. <laughs> she's,
0: yeah, she's whipping people with whips. Oh <laughs> man, those are
1: poor stunt men. There's yeah. a few shots where she's you can clearly see she is just whipping these stunt <laughs> She enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, uh, I love the that too much. I, <laughs> I
0: like that she throws the, the flaming log into the our uh, artillery stack. Mm. And you just see we turn these Bullets into fireworks for some reason. <laughs> Firecrackers. It's like, yeah, that's totally how that works. Um, and yeah, you know, like it, it, the rest of this isn't so much a, of a fight scene. It's more like uh, it's it's like that beginning chase from from uh, Raiders, mm. right? Kinda. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it just gives you that same kind of like. I guess swashbuckling is not the word I'm looking for. Right? Uh-huh. So it's, that usually indicates pirates. Yeah. It, this uh, is
1: yeah. This is just adventurous. She's kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like she's having a good time. Like, we understand there's peril, (laughs) but she is in no danger because she has, uh, like, a forty caliber on the back (sighs) of this wagon. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That she probably should have pulled out first instead of the whip. Mm -hmm. But, hey, you know, we need to surprise the audience a little later into the scene.
0: Right, right. And they'll actually come back into play later in the movie, too um yeah but, uh
1: but yeah in terms through. of in terms of fighting there isn't too much here i like that um we get a we get the huge wire assisted pull on the stuntman oh, when yeah. she kicks him in the beginning and then that happens like all throughout this movie anytime she kicks somebody they go flying and it's yeah very very obviously assisted with a wire but it's fun
0: yeah the, the wire foo in this movie isn't so uh so terrible there are moments where they're using it to Ease performers towards the ground, or like to eat, uh, assist them with flips. Um, but like the, the the best usage of it is to overemphasize how powerful people's kicks are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Like remind me later if you can, because <laughs> my memory is garbage. Uh, to mention that in a later fight, uh, because like it's a great. There's a great kick that's being thrown later. Um, so I think. Another, I guess, establishing fight we have is with Derek Yi, the, the male hero character, who is a Shaw Brothers veteran. I, I don't think he, I, I don't really know his name all too well. Um, and he's basically also kicking ass throughout the, the movie. And I guess to kind of fill in the plot a little bit. Uh, he's supposed to be the other, like the the recon man, right? He's supposed to be the one he that Michelle Yeoh is supposed to meet up with to fill out the details of the plot or the the mission.
1: Yeah, but I thought Richard I Ng thought she was involved. supposed. Yeah, I thought she was supposed to fly in there and kind of you know extract him from yeah. from the village yeah he was just yeah. he was he was there like doing re- reconnaissance it seems like
0: right 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 um and i guess that like when we get a little further into the movie we'll talk more about richard ing but uh yeah like just just to set up who derek ye is uh now we have a scene where the Mich- Mich- the michelle yo michelle yo uh gets recruited or uh debriefed into her mission and this, but it, before she actually realizes that it's uh, that this is a mission, this is all, she was thrown into a fight as a test of her skill. It's retarded. And I love this fight. It is great. Uh, the, the setup is that her grandfather is being tied up. And uh, unbeknownst to her, the, they are being attacked by these quote unquote Japanese, I guess. Mm. Um, but they're not actually Japanese. They're just there to test her skill to see if she's up for the task of the fight and uh there is I, I i hate to jump all the way to the end but uh there yeah. is one a ama- mate <laughs> fine fine if you if you feel the need to to actually like uh to hold out until we talk about it i i think that the, the end is so good i just want to rush right into it um but yeah like he she's uh, she's just kicking all sorts of ass in this movie and and I think this is where you said in the movie, earlier that she switches from a whip to a rope dart. I think, like, later in the film, I think this is where she actually, like, first starts using it, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? right? Well,
1: we don't—it was kind of weird because, yes, yeah, she uses a rope dart here, and this actually becomes her signature weapon throughout the film. I was a little disappointed because I liked what she was doing with the whip, but I guess they wanted to make sure that, it, you know, this wasn't just a ripoff. I think— Yeah. Um, I think what she's doing here with the rope dart is much, much more impressive than anything Indiana Jones was doing, because he was just like, "Hey, I'm going to swing from one side of the canyon to the other. See ya, see ya guys later."
0: Take that, Harrison Ford. You hack. <laughs> Screw you and your Oscar.
1: What? Yeah, we never. I, I, don't. I can't even recall if we've ever gotten fights with a bullwhip. Uh, the, the closest thing I can imagine is uh, the rundown with the rock. Um, yeah add us if you can think of any fight scenes with a bullwhip <laughs> uh
0: yeah i mean like i think the rope dart is just far more versatile and uh, basically accomplishing the same thing right like the the whips far less versatile like on screen uh all it could do is just like whip forward grab something and then whip it back or just uh whereas the rope dart can do so much more and you know like not only that but just wielding it is is impressive enough and it's michelle yo actually doing it so i think that's even more credit to her uh, especially since you know she again comes from a dance background right yeah yeah
1: i I feel like we've seen in uh like older martial arts films before too where they use the rope dart with forms and they're just kind of twirling it around the body to build momentum you know fling it the weighted end at the enemy to hit in the face and then kind of retract it. And it, it's a very, very, very nice visual. So it's, it's an interesting weapon that they paired her with.
2: It's actually mm-hmm. such a good weapon that um, you get wides that are incredible because it is a short-range, mid-range, long-range weapon, right? Mm-hmm. So you can literally shoot any fight scene however you want. And then this particular one that you're talking about, Will... At one point, she ties up one guy multiple times. And at one point, I'm like, okay, I think we're going into a bondage territory I did not expect. <laughs> and all of a sudden, literally throws the rope over a beam, sw- jumps for it, swings, basically using her momentum, unravels him completely. And. Yep. He just like spins like seven times. He's a
0: ragdoll. doll. <laughs> that was so beautiful. <laughs> uh, you. This is what like. This, you can tell how excited I was when we like started the scene. Yeah. I I love that stunt so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's just so visually impressive. Uh, yeah, and also you can tell how like they are literally twisting this guy like a pretzel in midair. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he comes crashing down breaking a bunch of uh wooden pallets that just happen to be there uh it, it, it i don't know it's just it's it's insane uh but like again like i can see why i can see why we shouldn't have just rushed right into it there are certain things in the scene that i do like uh well <laughs> one thing that i find really funny is the um both funny and interesting is that moment where uh there is a barrel like a heavy barrel rolling towards her and she stops it with her foot. She's like, "I don't see anyone who threw that. Uh, where the hell is Donkey Kong?" <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the barrel gets ripped away like a <laughs> like a scene from like, uh, I don't know. Donkey it just looks Kong? like it Well, no, that wouldn't make any sense. It, it looks like it literally looks like there's an invisible wire holding onto to the barrel, and they ripped it off. And then there's a guy that was inside the barrel.: Yeah,
1: yeah it's a very, very it, weird reveal. Like how did he <laughs> kick out of that barrel? Who no. know, yeah, but after and how it do you just kick doesn't out of it matter
2: and... though. Like once it happens, you're like, "Yes, I'm on board. I don't care anymore."
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, yeah, it's a weird, but it's a the fun fighting. reveal. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's it's great. It's great. There, even back backpedaling even a little bit earlier, uh, there are moments I didn't like. Uh, Michelle Yo does a low kick towards a guy, and he immediately uh, he he, t- he. It's the the intention is to to sweep him right to make him yeah. fall onto his his side or like to make it seem like that pratfall is believable Mm. she just lightly grazes him and his the angle in which he's falling doesn't make any sense it looks like he literally jumped up and then fell
1: right well the stuntman is literally going into this twist you know to add flair to her hit and i think the momentum of her hit does not match his speed
0: yeah yeah it doesn't help also that it's in slow-mo if they didn't Mm. make it slow-mo i think i would have Actually, yeah, actually,
1: that, that's the one thing I don't like about this fight is that they have to keep on doing all the slow-mo when it wasn't shot that way. So you're seeing the cut frames and it no. it takes the momentum out of the fight a little bit, but the choreography is just so impressive that I, you know, I didn't mind it so much.
2: But it's like that right, other right. Um, kind of uh, cinema, uh, Asian cinematography kind of move, you know, like in Jackie movies no? the, or whatever, they're doing like three shots of the same thing. This felt like that, where it's like, oh, going down a light pole, you know, and burning your skin off. Cool. We're going to do it in slow-mo, though, this time. Um, and I'm sorry for compare- putting Jackie into this uh, conversation. I did not want to do it during this whole <laughs> podcast.
0: Who's the racist one? <laughs> <laughs> no, just because uh, of
2: everything that happened between them two. But, um, yeah, I didn't want to bring
0: it well, up. Well, <laughs> I don't think it's as dramatic as you think it is. Um... But uh, yeah, I, I think the, well, in terms of the logic of this this fight, is like, why is everyone fighting with real weapons when this is just a test? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who cares? Let's move on. They didn't have fake weapons <laughs> back then. <laughs> yeah. uh, so after uh, after she is debriefed into what this actual mission is supposed to be, where she's supposed to uh, find the person who is wielding the watch. Uh, I don't know. Sky I don't know zero zero one doesn't matter all right we get some uh, james bond-esque uh, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, integration name. in this movie yeah. code name yeah um <laughs> richard ing intercepts the pigeon that is carrying the uh watch how does he do that i think that's the <laughs> that is the greatest stunt of the whole movie how the fuck how how many times do you think they recorded that Oh, and so he pop, actually when he get get pops out everybody.
1: from under that that lid and he just grabs the like pigeon.
0: A, yeah, like a trapdoor spider, he just like comes out and just grabs it. Like you can see the pigeon panicking as uh, soon as that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, he's about to fly away. Yeah, we probably so he probably killed a few pigeons it. doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you actually see in the next scene there is a you know, roasted bird. No, that and was great. And then in that scene after that, he's eating a roasted bird.
1: Doesn't cross so, my I'm, mind that like, that's. N-
0: it, it is definitely the bird. You know what I mean? It's the same it's bird. Definitely it's the bird. It definitely the, same the bird. bird.
1: Yeah, they, they, definitely... they cooked all the birds he fucked up with, yeah. <laughs> you know, accidentally, yeah. like, smashing their necks.
0: Uh, you know, he, he, he ate all the ones that they fucked up with, and he ate the one that they got in the take in the movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Richard Ng is a very hungry fellow. Mm. Um, yeah, so to move forward even more, uh, yeah, we have that stupid dog fight, really long-winded, don't like it. Hmm. Um Richard Ng is now inside the it's tavern.
1: Like a, it's like a gambling den almost.
0: Mm. Yeah. So he's, and where he's playing he ch- dice. Yeah. And he's cheating them. So they try to beat him up. And then another female lead gets involved. A uh, female supporting character gets involved in the movie. Uh, trying to remember what her name is. Cindy Lau? Uh, Cindy Chindy Lau? That's what it Chindy says Lau? on,
1: on Chindy IMDB. Lau yeah, on I don't IMDb. know yeah. how to pronounce that.
0: Yeah, well, Cindy Lau. Uh, I don't know much on her either. I don't. I don't think I've seen her in any other film, but she actually pulls her weight pretty well in terms of in terms of the martial arts.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah, I was gonna say it. It's kind of clear that she's not the best on screen fighter, but I think the editing really, really works well for her. They know when to put in the stunt doubles for more the more complicated flips and twists, mm-hmm. and then in all the edits, uh, in the nicely composed angles, you know, she does the moves really well. Uh, As we've said many times before, uh, I think, you know, because she's got that small stature, she's not always selling the power, but I think the editing and then the the stuntmen, you know, kind of throwing themselves is making her look powerful.
2: But when she doesn't actually fight, uh, there is a certain power behind her acting. That happens. She is seen as like this uh, strong, uh, willful character that just is basically going to do whatever she has to do. She's like a, a she's like a Michelle Yeoh's character, apprentice, if you will, in yeah. uh, in personality. So like she's has her own like tour de force um, throughout the whole film, which I really
0: really like. Right, right. <clears throat> oh my god, I had to sneeze for like the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't want this in the recording, but I have to. Oh. <laughs> Uh yeah no I I completely agree like I uh, I like the fact that um I like and don't like the fact that uh she kind of comes off like as ditz in the scene mm. uh like well not not even that it's more so I just didn't like the I I don't do not appreciate the forced in comedy bits uh because uh, i don't know if you guys found the the moments where richard Ng is deliberately trying to confuse everybody funny no it's I did not, not. funny I, in english i, I don't it's yeah it's not funny in chinese i, I
1: feel like mm. there was a lot of wordplay going on there and the subtitles were trying to have some you know wordplay but that exchange was awful to sit through <laughs> no 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 let me think about this um you cheated, so you're wrong. I helped you, so I'm right. But you cheated, so you're right, right? He took the money, so he's right, and you're right, and he's
2: right, and I'm wrong, and, oh, it's so confusing, I quit!
0: Yeah, well, in terms of the fighting, uh, I think that her being thrown around in the scene, and I'm pretty sure that's actually her, unless they got a really skinny, stunt person. Uh, you know, I, I do appreciate it when you can actually have the actresses or actors uh, doing the the work, even if they are not stunt people themselves um and it's it's interesting because they she herself is trying to set up that oh by the way she is a person of royalty in this movie Mm -hmm. so you know like she has these bodyguards who will defend her if she's going to be losing the fight that she is (laughs) trying to win fairly so she's she says like no do not don't don't help me i'll take him on by myself and i actually kind of like that although like again what i said before it's still true you know like the there's There isn't a lot of wire work in the movie, but when they use it, like in this example where she does a jumping gainer, there's she is floating. Oh yeah, yeah. Being hoisted up. They
1: had to keep the camera. Yeah, they had to keep the camera rolling on the cut because you needed to see the guy traveling across screen. But unfortunately, if you're looking where she is, she's just floating in the air. (laughs) Yeah
0: um yeah so what we go outside michelle yo sees that richard ing has the has the watch on him so she assumes that he's the recon man um assumes uh wrongly and now we have like the second portion of this fight richard now now michelle yo is just kicking everybody's ass um it's so
1: short i think we can just fast forward to where they are kind of um gang not gang they're they're surprised by the two japanese men in the black suits yeah
0: yeah I was, I was just gonna go there <laughs> did you did you guys pick this up i don't know if you guys are listening to the chinese uh dub or the english dub um in order for richard eng to pretend that he is japanese so he wouldn't be in trouble he just says uh everything with the word "ne" at the end of it <laughs> oh, I, did, I, I didn't no. pick yeah. up on that was yeah doing he's subtitles. like speaking chinese <laughs> Yeah, he like he was doing Chinese with a really bad accent, like <sighs> deliberate accent, and he was adding ne at the end of it. I'll you know they it, use that in the in, in Japanese, <sighs> um, terribly, terribly, <laughs> mind you.
1: Um, oh my god! What's the um? What's the other male protagonist name? Is it Dennis? Derek E. Oh Derek Dere E. Derek E. Okay, Dere mm-hmm. yeah, man. Uh, I was really surprised. He's pretty good with the choreography. I. Don't yeah. think I've I can recall seeing him in any other uh, martial arts films, but I was uh, really happy that he. It, for the most part, I think he's doing like a lot of this stuff. You know, there's right. a stuntman for certain cases, like for some of those harder hits, but. A lot of times you see it. That's just him. That's him doing all the moves. So I was really, really pleasantly surprised by that.
0: Yeah. We we actually do have a couple of Shaw Brothers regulars on top of him too. Did you notice Lo Meng in this movie? He's yeah. The, uh, yeah. He's, yeah. you know, yeah. he appears later in the movie. He has like a non-speaking role in the film. It's, 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 he's so minor that you wouldn't, like if, unless you, I don't know, like you can completely miss him if you didn't know that who who he was. And he's. He's one of like the greats in, in terms of the martial, uh, the, the Shaw Brothers films, and he's he's one of the he's one of the deadly venoms. But anyways, um, yeah, Derek Yee, yeah, he does, he is really good with his choreography, and he only shares the the spotlight enough to kind of. Kind of be an equal to Michelle Yeoh, but Michelle Yeoh is obviously way better, right? Because she pretty much seems invincible in this film. Uh-huh. So. Uh,
1: I I like this fight a lot. Upon like rewatching it, uh, one thing I noticed is Michelle Yeoh and then um, Derek E. Is it mm-hmm. Derek yep. E. Like they are constantly bailing each other out. Like it's yep. not like one like they're both better than the other fighters they are going against like they actually are having a little bit of difficulty but you'll notice a lot like michelle yell will start like going on a losing end and then he'll come in and help her out and then vice versa he'll start going on the the losing end and she'll just come out of nowhere to assist so like there's a constant back and forth with them like helping each other out and then you'll notice like later in the dialogue they they're like oh well you helped me and now i owe you and so forth
0: yeah i mean yeah uh, i'd like the environmental uh the damage not damage but like using their environment to their advantage uh yes the yes there's like
1: because there's like a lots of farming equipment and stuff all yeah. around them so they're using like the the hose and then the uh yeah the wagons and they're just <laughs> bouncing off the wall this this is a fun fight
0: there's some hoes in this house okay <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and yeah i do like that uh you know, like there, there's that moment where the assailant is slashing away at the scaffolding. It's very brief. It's actually integrated into the choreography where he slashes the the pole that is holding up the scaffolding. It falls on Derek, kind of. I mean, that, we get like semblances of that throughout the whole movie. You know, like a lot of scaffolding just falling on people. Here, it's not so bad. Later, Later in the film, we have scaffolding that's lit on fire falling on people. <laughs> uh it's it's wonderful it's it's you can say it's magnificent hmm. <laughs> uh, going we should we forward. should end
1: every fight with that <laughs> <laughs> it was magnificent
0: uh except the last fight not it, that just that's just amazing that's that's not nearly as good <laughs> um i don't yeah so now oh man we totally forgot to talk about one important character in the movie uh, Lord Yoda. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's hilarious. Uh, oh, so yeah, Michelle Yo goes to... Yeah, right? Yeah, Michelle Yo is... Uh, now her mission has kind of taken aside... Or like it, another part of the mission is also to save a little green dude who speaks backwards uh, in the palace. Um, who I guess is like another figurehead that would... Uh, I, I don't really remember the exact details... Uh, well, he's. It's, it's important that he gets extracted
1: yeah he is uh un, in a dilemma because the japanese want to use his city to build a i i guess like a power plant for poison mm-hmm. and he's really distraught because he's kind of under their thumb he wants you know to have the, the city be prosperous and have I guess, jobs, but they're doing nefarious things. So he's, you know, he's unsure what he should be doing. And there, there's just like a big back and forth between them. And they're puppets. Right, right. They're so,
2: literally um, being told what to do. So it's not even about the gas at a, after a certain point. It's about literally invading the country and then, um, I guess colonizing them from within by using the excuse of like business like we're gonna build this thing yeah. here and we're mm-hmm. gonna give you jobs but literally it's a takeover right
0: yep yep well um yeah so the, i guess this is supposed to be some sort of like runt not, not raunchy but like uh, a Almost like a boner comedy-ish <laughs> uh, scene, kind of. You want to explain that one? Uh, oh, you're, ta- well, you're,
1: you're talking because man, because she finds him in the bathtub, right?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I never thought I would ever say the words that Yoda is naked it, in the bathtub and Michelle Yeoh finds him. And then Cindy, La- well, Michelle Yeoh climbs up her dart rope uh, onto the scaffolding with the assistance of wires because she is flying up there without the assistance of her legs. So, Michelle Yeoh, or Michelle Yeoh just has really crazy upper body strength. Um, Cindy Lau comes in and is a, is embarrassed that Lord Yoda has a penis. Said so, that he showed his Grogu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, And then Cindy Lau's father appears in the scene and and then she he finds Michelle Yeoh in the scene and then they have a fight. This is a terrible explanation,
1: but doesn't matter. We have fighting now and it's great. It's I, I like I like the choreography here. It sucks that they have to keep on breaking it up with exposition. They have to keep on explaining what's going on. So there's like a back and forth of oh, that's some cool choreography mm-hmm. and then we have to cut to these close-up shots of talking heads and I'm like ah and then you just hear the fighting in the background. I'm like no, that sounds more interesting. Cut back to that.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we need to have comedy. And actually, actually well the comic act, the comedy is get integrated into the fighting, right? So <laughs> Lord Yoda uh, 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 like interrupts the fighting by grabbing onto uh, the father f- the the royal father figure and then Cindy Lau is pretending to be uh, attacking Michelle Yeoh but yeah. Michelle uh, but she she whispers to her oh pretend to kick me so Michelle Yeoh <laughs> Does a massive donkey kick oh, that man. launches Cindy across the room? Yeah, this that is, is not
1: pretend. This is giant wire pull number two, and she goes fucking flying into that. Oh pill. man, it's <laughs>
0: great! I love that kick. Even if it is, pre- imagine she wasn't pretending. <laughs> There'd be a crater in the wall, <laughs> like what, like a Looney Tune sized crater of Cindy Louds
1: outline. I don't know why I was so amused. There's a moment where it cuts to the talking headshot of Yoda and Cindy and he starts pampering himself with like baby powder. I, I don't know why that like amused me so much. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs>
0: um, I don't know. He just he just needs to get ready for the next scene. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Yeah. So Richard Ng is captured and they're trying to test out the poison on him. Mm. And then it, this erupts into part two of this fight, right? So there's everyone's involved, <laughs> basically.
1: Yeah, this is like uh, Derek Yi getting like a nice small fight scene. But again, like they have to kind of keep breaking it up with character moments of Richard Ing uh, contemplating whether or not he should step in and save him. I mean, you yeah. know, character moments are fun, but we just start spending too much time on his face trying to think if you if you should save him. And you just, I just hear the fight sound effects going on. I'm like, no, come on, cut, cut to that. Cut to that, show us more.
0: <laughs> Man, that, I oh, don't know, like not to jump, not, not to like oh, gloss over the, some highlights from the movie. Uh, the, There was some stunt work, uh, especially on the stairs that like one particular one is when Derek Yee trips, uh, throws a snap kick and trips the guy. um, And he just does a half flip and lands on his neck on the, down the Ooh, stairs.
1: In Girl Sand Stairs, yep.
0: Yeah, uh, that that's a great one, um, and yeah, like I, I think generally speaking, I do like the whole two on one that this eventually devolves into. Lo Meng uh, gets involved here, and uh, it's Lo Meng, you know, like I, I wish that he, like they showed his face a little bit more because you know he is one of the Shaw Brothers' greats. Um, Wait, so but, is, know, is he, Lo
1: Meng? He's he's the. Uh kind of like the final martial arts protagonist at the end of the film right it's that is no is that the no, guy no 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 he's okay. the
0: guy wearing he's the, uh like you you probably wouldn't even recognize him he's he's one who looks like he's wearing a chef outfit right he's wearing a lightly gray almost white outfit with even the chef hat that kind of looks like <laughs> that i'm probably being horribly insensitive oh to okay culture okay right yeah yeah <laughs> but, okay. I, I see it but yeah but yeah, like if if you see that, you probably know what I'm talking about, though. Uh, and yeah, like he he just looks like an ordinary henchman, mm-hmm. and you know he I don't think he should be he should be that. You know, it's like casting casting Jason Statham as Lo Mang in this movie. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. I didn't know either. I didn't. I couldn't think of an analogy. Uh, my 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 analogies are not that magnificent.
1: Well, yeah. uh, then uh, Michelle Yeoh comes back into the fight and, you know, she's saving him again. Uh, lots of yeah. nice... Richard nice... Ng, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, well, the, the rest of this isn't it doesn't go on for too much longer. Uh, Richard Ng throws in the canister where the poison gas is into the room and they're out. Mm-hmm. They are out. Um, so, yeah, moving forward, once again, the main characters, all of them convene. They have a plan on what to do next. They're going to infiltrate the base. And they do. <laughs> they infiltrate the base. They get ambushed. And then we have a very long, long action sequence, which this... is not a complaint. It's not a complaint. Yeah,
1: yeah. This this is probably the best uh, action scene, in my opinion. Although the, the last one is pretty good. This one is great because it's action in addition to martial arts choreography. Right. It's like yeah. a nice blend because it's just... It, it kind of becomes the Michelle Yeoh show. She just is... <laughs> She's going nuts. She is frantically trying to escape all these assailants, all these goons with the spears. And it just turns into pandemonium as everyone is frantically trying to get out of there. This is a reverse storm the base moment where they're they're really just trying to escape.
0: This is a good moment for them to have a music score that is longer than 40 seconds long. (laughs) (laughs) Because... Uh, there are moments where, uh, I like, just to set it up a little bit more, like even further, Michelle Yeoh and crew are in a jeep. They're trying to they're trying to drive away. Michelle Yeoh is trying to be a distraction, so she jumps out and she's taking on the entire army in the village by herself and so it cuts back and forth between the jeep as it's trying to drive away it reconsidering driving away and coming back into the village and the fight that's going on with michelle yo and everyone else so when the the scenes cut away like it's in the it's in the it's in the throngs of the fight right you're hearing michelle yo fighting you're seeing michelle yo fighting you hear the music it's like swelling up that 40 second loop just like keeps on going over and over dun, dun, dun. um and then, like, hard cut, it, the music hard cuts, the scene hard cuts, and you see them, like, it cuts to the Jeep, and they consider dro- doing whatever the hell they're gonna do. And then it just, the, the music stopped, but it cuts back to Michelle Yo, and the music has started from the beginning again. <laughs> it didn't leave off, it just starts, it's like it just starts all over again, and it does it like several times in this whole fight scene. It's only That's a 40 okay. second track. <laughs> Ah, it's only a 40-second track. It's it's, it's it's I I wish they could have at least uh, you know, given a chorus or something like something to look forward to.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't too distracted by that because the action is just it's so good. When it first starts out, I love when she uh the two spears just go right up next to her and she's like, "Oh shit." She kind of <laughs> dodges away and then it turns into that wide shot where she's just rolling from right to left. Yep. And the spears mm. are like narrowly missing her as they're stabbing into the wall
0: so i have a theory on this mm. and you guys tell me if you think i'm right about this do you think that was reverse footage or do you think that was the if it is do you think that was the best reverse footage ever because it looks very dangerous it looks yeah it, lo- it dangerous. looked
1: so dangerous uh when the when the spears hit her on the um On the close-up, I don't think that's reverse footage. I think they're definitely just chucking them right next to her face, and she just, you know, didn't get hit. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's a a little hard to tell on the... uh on the wide shot if it's reversed or not because it, it right. looks fine it doesn't look it doesn't look too obvious but you could be right it could be reversed
0: right i do like that uh you know okay just to go even like to other parts of the fight uh you know they, they're they just i feel like they just threw everything at the wall and see what's stuck and i I i'm completely fine with it they, this movie actually oh, does yeah. a really good job of like showing off the the fire uh you know like uh, pyrotechnics Uh, involved Mm -hmm. with stunt work right so there's a moment where she tosses a guy flips him onto a haystack full of of flames and you just see the guy just writhing in pain yeah and you know like you you know how uh you know stunt work is usually involved when you 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 put on like this weird petroleum jelly on your your body to in order to avoid you know serious burns (laughs) But here you see his face, right? Like I'm, this is the, the closest I've ever gotten to a stunt person being lit on fire on screen, and you actually you can see his face emoting. Like well, you, I don't, how, how do you put petroleum jelly on someone's face? Right. Well, and I you realize really, like, oh, you probably shouldn't
1: or can't. <laughs> what I like about that moment is she tosses these stunt men on the flaming pile of hay, and you could think, oh, that's just a dummy, because it kind of sits there for a beat. But then it sprawls to life, and you realize, oh, that's really a guy in fire because he kind of turns over and he's kind of mm-hmm. screaming, and they're just like, oh no! I mean, yeah. he's he's I mean,
2: shiny. He he's completely dipped in it, obviously. Um, that's true. But that's they true. had uh, lower safety standards back then, and they were like, <laughs> what is a protective cotton mesh? Like, why would we ever use that? You know, <laughs> dipped in jelly. Um, instead, they're like, yeah, skin and jelly's better.
0: We can see your face. So <laughs> it's fun, right? I mean, you know, uh, the the whole this whole fight scene, this whole the whole action sequence in general. Uh, if it is sped up, it it's it's so not noticeable, right? Yeah. No, I do I don't, feel like yeah, there I are moments.
1: I don't notice anything at all. It's just the pacing of this is so good, and she just looks so fast. Sure, it could be it could be shot at 22 and sped up like just a smidge, but like I I like I don't even care. Like this looks really really nice.
0: Right, right. Yeah, there's there's that moment where she's she's leaping off of the table and she gets she gets snagged uh, with a with a, a roundhouse kick.
1: Oh uh, man, that was painful. her feet, and she
0: just face plants to the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. that
1: looks like a fucking rag doll. That poor stuntman. I don't think that was her, but
0: <laughs> that probably wasn't her. You know, you're probably right about that. Um yeah, it's just there's just so much to cover here and actually I guess we could just spend more time here because the rest of the movie doesn't really have much fighting in it so mm-hmm. it's which is a shame because we are at the hour mark both in the episode and also in the movie Um, and yeah like in terms of the the martial arts it doesn't really get much better than this
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I like now that so she's on the rooftops and she's running away and you got the guys fucking pole vaulting like at her trying to get at her and she just kicks at the guy oh I wish they didn't cut to like a close up because you can clearly see some guy just pole vaulted in the wide and then got hit in the same (laughs) shot
0: hardcore hardcore parkour before parkour was a thing. Yep. Yeah. Well, um then she and, runs away you know like the, the motorcycle. Well, well, she does, she jumps off the motorcycle and because movie logic, uh yeah. when the the motorcycle hits a door, the whole thing just erupts into flame. <laughs> yeah. Cuz that's how that works.
1: Is, anytime is something with an, a anytime something with an engine hits a wall, it has to explode. That's, you know, course. it's movie logic. <laughs> Step, if your uh, lawnmower hits back. it's a wall, it's gonna explode. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah.
0: if it's electric. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh God. Not, you're, now that you've said that, Tesla stocks are gonna start plummeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so Michelle Yo, Derek Yee, everybody comes into a fray now. They're they're taking on everyone. Um
2: and she, she gives in yeah, helping I, I know, hand like- by making a fantastic entrance, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: a magnificent entrance. Yeah. And then- you started the shit, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's use this pun. I mean, um,
2: yeah. And then she like grabs a flag or a banner and lights mm-hmm. it on fire. And she's like, I'll make a path for you. And starts swatting flies, a.k.a. people, out of the way. Just
0: with live <laughs> actual fire. And nobody's wearing patrol uh, any jelly. <laughs> Uh, the, well, now all of them get back into the Jeep. They're driving out of the town mm-hmm. and then j- there just happens to be some guy with a stick of dynamite just hey, charging there, at them from above. Hey,
1: there's the dynamite warrior. <laughs> we should have, <laughs> we, we <laughs> should have fighter. Yeah. We should have had, we should have had the, uh, you know, the title card come on screen. <laughs> when that <guy> came
0: on. <laughs> And title drop the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, there's a stick of dynamite that's thrown into the Jeep and they all just jump out of it just in time, which I do like the stunt. You know, like the explosion actually is occurring as the stunt people are leaping very, very close to it.
1: It's just a shame that the vehicle is not moving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it
0: doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like they, they are driving like 50 miles stunt. an
1: hour when the vehicle explodes. It's just stationary. Everybody jump, but first put on your handbrake. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so they have nowhere to go. Uh, so they are immediately captured.
1: Ooh, this is like the then, worst part of the movie for me.
0: Well, I don't think I've ever seen a twenty-minute execution scene. <laughs> yeah, it's a big lull. ever. <laughs> it's a big lull. Mo- ever. The, and go ahead. Well, I was gonna say this is our first character development scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. At the hour mark of our hour and thirty-minute movie,
1: we didn't we didn't need this. We kind of got small little moments of character for everybody. You know, I got that um, Richard Ng's character. You know, kind of weaselly, kind of not. He because earlier, like I mentioned, he was debating should he save the guy, should he just save his own skin. We understand he's on the fence about uh, his former life, just you know, caring for himself. We kind of understand. Um, Michelle Yeoh's character for the most part but then in this moment they're like well let me let me verbally tell you about her past because I looked her up it's (laughs) oh it was just so cringy it was so so forced in there not necessarily at all
0: the way that you just described Richard Ng's character just made me realize that he's the Han Solo of this movie
1: oh yeah Uh, oh that's
0: uh, that's such a weird parallel because he's also like the comic relief but not a good one Mm (laughs) Um, and you know, like, it's not even just the fact that like, it's, it's initially, it's three characters up there. It's Michelle Yo, Richard Ng, and Derek Yee being held up, uh, lined up by a firing squad about to be executed. And the person, the executioner is reading the reading, whatever rights they have or whatever. Uh, and then all of a sudden the characters decide to have a conversation. So the executioner stops talking he does nothing about for it for like <laughs> for 10 minutes he stops talking i'm like what are you doing like you, wh- why did you stop like just kill them smack him in the face <laughs> so
2: stupid up, like something nothing.
1: well they yeah. all and then well he stopped because he wanted to listen to their conversation
0: right.
1: <laughs> the japanese are our friends
2: and we must give them our full cooperation hey From now on
0: do you realize sure i still don't know your name
1: I, she's ming ming Fu. Her grandfather he's a legendary fighter.
0: Uh, and then Lord Yoda uh, appears and he's like no like betray them they do not and he, he, he tries to stop the execution and then he gets captured and then they, he has a heartfelt moment and then and then like they're about to do the firing again. they're trying to execute them again. He's the executioner' reading the rights again and then Cindy Lau appears and like no, don't kill them. And then, and then they they bunk her over the head. <laughs> they literally bunk her. her over
1: the head. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, and then now they have five people up there. Yay! It's and our and main ex-
1: cast. Now we can get and, along with these with this firing squad.
0: And and now now the executioner is like, okay, let me start all over again. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you so bad at your job? And then
2: he interrupts him again, literally, and tells him to come uh. close so all he can say oh my god i forgot about yeah. that yeah <laughs> and he literally like lets him proceed after 10 minutes like you said and then just is like basically your mouth smells like garlic like wow you're way too close to me and then yep. somehow that makes all the elders laugh and just like okay i guess that's cool but it's like were they just waiting for like the invasion force to get there like what what's happening <laughs> But Twenty minutes. Yeah. 20 yeah.
1: This, minutes. Oh my god. I mean, if they didn't have this scene, this would be a seventy-minute movie. So I guess they really yeah. needed to <laughs> pad this somehow.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could even argue that the. I want to argue that the final fight or action sequence doesn't need to exist. Um, I, I I got like confused. I so thought good. this.
1: I thought this was the last action scene, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it should have been. It really should have been. And or they could have integrated the two together. Yeah, is that like, a shorter movie. Maybe I feel I like the order of
2: the events, like when Lord Yoda basically is forced to read a certain script or make an announcement, and he refuses to do so, um, and that makes him um, be on the firing squad, or he gets captured, or whatever. Um, I feel like that should have happened before because they're all of a sudden what could have been like a 10 minute um, conversation on death row would have been more proper. If in that time they were having the conversation, Yoda was going through like, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. And Mm -hmm. then but I, I feel like they should have done that scene before that. It would have given right. everything else more substance. And then the last final scene would have felt more proper. Like it was actually placed there for a reason. I feel like the cut was actually wrong.
0: Right. Yeah, actually, I, I think that's a great, that would be a great edit of this movie. Actually, what if we had the whole firing squad scene as a framing device mm. or like, and then the whole movie is told in flashback. Right. Right. It's like set up in the beginning that they were, you know, they're on death row, they're about to be executed, and mm, only at the very actually, end did they get saved.
1: Yeah, that's actually pretty good because then you could in you know, then you could separate all that inane, you know, character backstory <laughs> that they're just you know, shoving in our faces. Yeah. They, you know, they, we can cut around it so it's not so forceful.
2: How many times do I have to see Yoda drop the paper on the floor, like I'm not gonna do it? He picks it up. I'm not gonna do it. He picks it up. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, that was
1: annoying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, man. We're, we're, uh, I think our discussion of this is shorter than the actual scene. So let's move on before it doesn't. it's no longer that. Uh, <laughs> the, the final fight. The yes. final fight it's, uh, is very long. It's a lot happening.
1: It's not a final fight. There's a final action scene. The final sure. fight itself is actually very, very short.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. right. When I say fight, I meant the actual final action scene. But, yeah, the, the whole... This is where it's officially a war movie, right? I mean, in yeah. the last scene, you can kind of see, it, feel like... It, it almost feels like they're already setting up the war. But this is an actual battle that's like... A, it's, it's like a battlefield, you know, where there's just so much happening... Where you really can't pin down anything specific... There are sprinklings of martial arts choreography here and there. The, but the not only, so much that you can dive into.
1: Yeah, the only the only fights I would say we should really talk about is when uh Michelle Yeoh and uh Cindy Lau are fighting. Like that's it. That's all I yeah. that's all I spotted. And there's only two moments where they have that moment where they, they set the kind of field on fire. Not field, yeah. like the the ground on fire and they're and they're fighting the uh the black wardrobe men with the katanas
0: yeah yeah i, I do i'm i again i love the production value of this because like they're actually doing this this there must be money there must be budget involved with a lot of the set uh, set destruction that they're mm-hmm. they're creating um this is not definitely not cheap to do mm-hmm. uh it's just uh there's just so much happening that you just can't pin down anything and like you know we we the last action scene was so enthralling here, it not that it ends on a whimper, but it doesn't come nearly as close as the last action scene.
1: Yeah, they in, in this whole big action scene, final action scene, they they kind of have to keep cutting back to what other characters are doing. So, this uh, Michelle Yo and, and uh, Cindy fight is broken up with okay, well, what's Richard Ng doing? What's uh, Derek David, Derek, Derek, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis what's mr yee yeah what's mr Yi doing you know we have to find out okay the japanese soldiers are invading what are these people doing what's yoda doing so i understand it's the final action moment we have to understand where our characters are but in terms of fight scenes uh, there's only really one and it's yeah. broken up into two little parts right
0: i mean for what it's worth it, michelle Yeoh does kick literally kick ass and <sighs> she does a really good job of it um you know there's there's one great stunt i like where she flips a guy onto his back makes the guy do a backflip onto a table and just (laughs) and then he just ends up on the ground uh hard to explain but uh i feel like like if again if it's not sped up footage that you can tell how painful that is and also uh there's more wire work to, to overemphasize the amount of power behind certain things so when she throws a rope towards a guy, and then pulls him towards uh, towards her. She just fucking hurls towards this this wooden wall, this this wall, and just like just demolishes it. Uh, great, you know, it, it's great for over you know over which you know, uh, or, or highlights the action. But so, yeah. Uh,
1: so what I wanted to say feels- too about this this last fight is, uh, I'm glad that uh, Cindy Lau actually she's not incompetent as a fighter. She actually got mm-hmm. better. I, uh, yeah. based on her first fight scene, I was getting worried like, oh, she's gonna be like that kind of on-screen martial artist. She's gonna need a lot of assistance. They're gonna have to edit around her. But surprisingly, I thought she did really well here. Uh, and in terms of her character motivation, uh, the one guy they're going after, he he was kind of the one that uh, killed her father in the previous scene. And so she's just like really pissed off and she's like really just gunning for him. And you get a nice, uh, you know, cathartic moment when she's just going, going for him.
0: Right, right. Speaking of catharsis, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so at the end of this, uh, it's weird because very late into this whole battlefield sequence, they discover the weak and enfeebled are hiding, or where they're hiding. So the, the Japanese, I mean, the, the Japanese invaders, they, they find them and they use them as leverage or hostages uh, so that everyone would stand down. And then they just kind of stop. <laughs> like I, I don't like uh, like I don't know. They not that they stop. Do but you all really the, want to hosti- talk
1: about that and not the fight? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought we were done with it. How much more is there? Like, you, uh, I mean, you
1: missed the 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 ending of the you know the flaming roof. Oh uh, right. Even, well, yeah, we didn't even. Talk I was going.
0: I was about to. But oh, like, okay, okay. I, I, yeah, I yeah, thought sure, that was go a good go segue to talk about how this actually ends. Um, it's just weird that the you know, the hostages like. Who gives a shit about us? And then, then they all just get blown. Not they all just get shot up. So that's when Michelle Yo and everybody comes in. And I don't know. Okay, I think my major complaint with this is that they introduced that just way too late. Mm. Uh, I feel like they should have introduced that
1: earlier or like had more weight to the whole thing. Well, that was the final moment because the Japanese discover that the weak and elderly are hidden and at this and at this moment in the fight they were the japanese were actually losing so this is you know this is their trump card this is all they can do now to try and uh, get the upper hand right right um yeah
0: no I, I just thought that was a weird moment but yeah like we could we can, how about we instead of doing this chronologically let's end on the high note which sure, is sure. that Got that's it. that flamey See how I got this back around? (laughs) Uh, I wasn't sure
1: if you were just done and you skipped the rest of it. So that's why I just (laughs) wanted to bring that up. Sure, sure.
0: It's not that my Amazon is being really laggy right now and watching the movie (laughs) is really difficult. That's totally not the why. Uh, uh, Yeah, there's, you know, like like, like I said before, like the pyrotechnics in this movie are like some of the highlights of the whole film. And, And just like having people just getting crushed Underneath uh, underneath the flames. Uh, I don't know. Zero, why, why don't you explain this? Because again, it's totally not because my Amazon's being <laughs> fucking terrible right now.
1: Right. Well, Michelle Yeoh and uh, Cindy Lau are f- kind of finding the last bad guy. Like I mentioned, this guy, I-, I don't know the actor's name, unfortunately, but he kills Cindy Lau's father in like the last uh, fight in the last action scene or the whatever uprising. And she's really gunning for him. And after a lot of uh, fight choreography, they kind of kick him underneath this uh, this kind of like awning that's just set ablaze. The whole thing is on fire. Really, really great visual. And they manage to push him underneath it. And Michelle Yeoh does this spinning kick at one of the wooden beams. And the whole thing just collapses down on top of right. them. Perfect. Yeah, really, really nicely done. Mm.
0: Yep, I finally see it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> it's <a> great. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's yeah. I, I, I guess that's. I mean, there's explosions going on too. You know, like I, like like just demolition going all about mm-hmm. and. Yeah, like again, like heart. Going back to like what I said about like the demolition in this whole movie. It's it's great. Um, it's great to show off like uh, like how the production value that they had in this movie. Uh, and yeah, like uh, so the hostages situation happens, and then Michelle Yeoh takes advantage of the the chaos that was that occurs, and then. And then the rest of the movie happened. I don't, really, we I don't can know just if I say need to spoil it. the we very we ending. We don't need to go into it. Yeah. No. The, well, I actually think that the actual ending, without going to details, is really and, like very abrupt, but not in a, oh, the movie's over-abrupt. More, more like, that's a very strange resolution for this kind of movie. Mm. Um, it's, it's
1: like a downer ending, but everyone treats it like it's a good thing.
0: Yeah. 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 It's like, let, let's just destroy... Hell, well, there's a spoiler. Hey, let's destroy the village further... So we can pretend that we're dead.
1: Well, it was more like, we we're going to destroy the village so you can have it. I, I think that's what it was, right? So, well, they yeah. were trying to the Japanese the ja-
2: They were trying to hide. So the it seemed like, okay, all the villagers were killed and anybody that survived is like forced into the outskirts of the land. Um, so like right. the Japanese will not go in and probably won't look for them because they just assume that they're dead, especially after one soldier reported it, and him being an officer um, after that whole situation. But to be fair, the village in the previous battle when they were, you know, killing all these dudes with samurai swords and um, with the uh, the uh, you know, the, the gatling gun or the 40 cal rather, um, you know, with the sandbags and everything, they literally destroyed like half the village. So just burning it and using it as like that final touch, saying, "Okay, um, this will keep us safe." It's not a far stretch by any means, because you literally yeah. have destroyed already half the village, just D- fighting D- this D- you're one battle. You might as well you protect yourself wrong. and like prevent the actual army with the tanks coming in.
0: Yeah, yeah, I actually figured that's what they were gonna do. Uh, it just, it just seems like a weird way to end the movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, it makes sense. Even though that Gatling gun literally looks like an open bamboo that's just painted over (laughs) to look like a gun um it doesn't even look like a gun it's just like why why is it shaped like that that's weird (sighs) um so magnificent warriors slash dynamite fighters slash yes madam three slash in the line of duty one three Uh, (laughs) um yeah uh very good movie very very fun movie uh not exactly what we had in mind, like not hundred percent, but still good movie, right?
1: Yeah. For sure. I enjoyed it a lot. I, th- I think it was appropriate for, uh, the theme of this month anyway, too, because, you know, Michelle Yeoh is a great, uh, powerful character. I want to say character. She's, uh, she's not bland, but she's not, you know she's not written in a way that feels demeaning. Uh, she can hold her own, and a lot of times she's the one doing all the saving. And it, they, I feel like they never talk down to her, and they or make snide remarks because she's a woman, which I feel happens a lot in the older Hong Kong films. Like people want to antagonize these strong female characters because she's female, and I kind of hate when it's written like that, but. It's just of the time, so there's not really much you can do about it. But here, yeah, she's just a she's a, she's a cool character, and she happens to be a woman, and and I enjoy that.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd echo that thought. Um, well, Zeros, once you're on the, the yeah, train of thought, what are your thoughts, recommendations?
1: Uh, yeah, I like this movie. I knew nothing about it. I think the only fight scene I saw was the early one when she's using the rope and dart. Uh, yeah, the movie is pretty easy to sit through; very enjoyable uh it it turns into a little more actiony uh if you're looking for a strictly martial arts film then yeah just be aware of that but uh yeah it's a good recommend very easy to sit through uh i just hated that lull uh when they're in front of the firing squad and they're just forcing the characterization on us because they couldn't organically fit it anywhere else into the plot (laughs)
0: mark mark was was on the on the uh the up and up when he came when it comes to the framing device thing um, yeah I think I think
1: yeah. Mark's uh, editing idea was would have been perfect
0: so mark transitioning to you now what were your thoughts I think uh I
2: should start my career in editing uh no uh, <laughs> I, uh it's never too late you can edit uh, boats into every movie oh now. god no <laughs> No, I really, really enjoyed the movie. I actually enjoyed the action, Um, and obviously, we kind of have to split the action into like the actual martial arts and the feel good action of just like burning things, shooting things, you know, things (laughs) feel good. Is burning things? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) shooting people. Everything. (laughs) Um, so like the the typical type of action, Mm explosions, so on, so on, and then you have the martial arts. I think both were good. Each had their merits, um, weapon fights, some of the choreography with the hand to hand was fantastic. There were like great moves here and there, <laughs> um, really couldn't complain overall on the martial arts action above average. Above average. Um, um, and then the explosions general action, I would say also above average, uh, surprisingly enough, cause they put a lot of effort into all of those scenes, um, producing all of those um sets and putting those people i mean they did not have to include that last scene of like the military coming in but somehow they ended up having you know like 300 people wear you know brand new looking uniforms for the japanese army and stuff like that um So it was just insane just, like, to see how much production value went into this whole thing. So I really appreciated that. Um, Music, unfortunately, is a thumbs down. (laughs) Um, uh, Plot could have been better in many ways. Editing, uh, as far as action, was good. The story editing, on the other hand, was kind of shoddy. And, yeah, it's a definite recommend. Um, even if it touches on things that people would be like, oh, it maybe it's ripping off this movie or this premise or something. It's, you know what? It doesn't matter. Like,
0: it's good, and you should right. watch it and enjoy it for actually what yeah. it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, everything you said is very true, especially with the music. Oh my god. Uh, I know, I know, zero. You didn't find so much of an issue with it. I actually found the music very annoying at times. That and. Yes, of course. I would say that the that the executioner death row scene needs to be nixed or cut down or use Mark's magnificent <laughs> idea or dynamite idea, uh, or oh, using it as a framing device. Eh, but whatever, uh, you know, like with that aside, and maybe the addition of getting rid of the or reducing the dogfight scene, like in the beginning of the movie. Those are the only two real problems with the film. The last action scenes not terrible it's just you know you want to end your movie strong and it's like oh it's not nearly as good as the scene before but it's fine it's fine you know uh, it's still good action you know you can still appreciate it for the amount of effort that they put in Uh, highlights for the movie are definitely the scene of Michelle Yeoh in that second to last fight and also when she's taking on those people in the test fight uh, where she's trying to save her grandfather especially with that last stunt that last stunt is great uh but i say just go watch the whole movie uh but if you had to check out just two specific fight scenes those would be the two and yeah uh that's magnificent warriors i actually have one question though for you guys
2: did you notice at the end uh like after it said the end there was a picture of two watches on screen yes
1: yes can anybody
2: tell me what the hell they thought that was
1: i have no idea I wasn't sure if that was product placement or if that was some sort of nod to the watches that they were looking for. Right. Maybe. I just, you know, the the one character was supposed to have a watch. Yeah, I didn't know why they showed that screenshot. That was kind of interesting.
2: I thought maybe it was like somehow uh, a really sly way of being like, you know, when they were on the um, death row or uh, whatever, they were going to get shot up um they were talking and basically michelle Yeoh has kind of been like interested in the other main character dude the whole time um (laughs) like passively not in a way that like this describes my character you know for the entire plot of the story but like there is a clear interest
1: Thank god they yeah Yeah. thank god that love interest was subtle they didn't (sighs) like hammer us over the head with it yeah
0: that would have sucked but not I, like Wing Chun. Yeah. <laughs> Wing Chun does. But I feel like the watches. Yeah, they just ma- decided to throw in. I feel like the watches then
2: actually basically implied that they got together after because it was two
1: watches. Oh, uh, yeah, and it looks like one watch is like one watch a male, a men's yeah. watch. And one's a women's watch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. Okay, so that's just kind of the a bigger yeah. one nice is Michelle Yo
0: or marketing, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I got nothing to close this with. <laughs> what a magnificent goes, way
1: to end the episode.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> like we used that throughout the whole episode. We're, we're done with that shit.
1: Okay. This is a not dynamite way to end the episode. No. Oh, my God. We're ending this now. <laughs>